next week on the No More Late Fees podcast, we are joined by author, podcaster, and our friend, Christina Florence. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. Well, 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 well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just warning everybody that this will probably be a very laughy, giggly episode because that's all we how do when we're Chris, together. yeah Christina and I roll this way she's one of my good friends we met at a horrible job won't name the place <laughs> you don't want to put the job on rain we no, found, we won't do that we found love in a horrid place let's just call it that <laughs> uh, there's a technical term it's called trauma bonding <laughs> Yes. Oh, I, trust me, I know a whole lot about trauma bonding. Okay. Christina was one of our very early cheerleaders when I was like, hey, I have this idea. I think we want to do a podcast. She actually started a podcast and did it by herself. So I was very like, okay, if Christina could do it by herself, we could definitely <laughs> do it together. So I did say author. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, out of nowhere, Christina was like, yeah, my book is published on Amazon. And I was like, what? <laughs> I tend to do things on the, you know, on the DL before I uh, let everybody know. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about your book? Yeah, so the book is called The Wildly Worthy Woman. It's a workbook style journal. It's 21 days. And it's really meant to take women from a place of maybe not knowing themselves, not loving themselves, not fully stepping into their worth and take you on a 21 journey to being a completely different person by the end of it and owning who you are. And it's very near and dear to me. It's the steps that I personally took on a self growth journey that I went on after a really tumultuous, you could say relationship. And so I wanted to put something in a form that women could easily follow. And that's, the book was born. I'm glad that you were able to take like scorch earth and make beautiful, (laughs) (laughs) beautiful garden with it. So we're going to play a little fun game. We're going to rank rom-com studs. So Jackie's going to read off a list of studs and then you're going to tell us what number in the ranking one through six, one being the best, six being eh. I mean, but this is a hard list, so I don't think any of them are eh, so. Okay. So we have Ryan Gosling, Tay Mm -hmm. Diggs, Richard Gere, Freddie Prince Jr., Steve Mm. Carell, and Morris Chestnut. I'm going to say Ryan Gosling, number one. Morris Chestnut, two. Freddie Prince Jr., three. Steve Carell, four. Tay Diggs is last. Who was the last? Oh, and Richard Gere. <laughs> we'll go five. <laughs> not a fan of Tay Diggs. <laughs> Damn, son. Not my style. I'm not gonna lie. He's <laughs> not my type. He is a little short and I mean, you know how he never bothered me, but that's true. (laughs) That is true. Was it the accent and how Stella got her groove back? Horrendous. (laughs) Yeah, it's the whole, I don't know, the the whole, the whole thing. It's not not my thing. The whole package. Yeah. That's fair. I watch him on TikTok now. Like he, 
he does he's very funny but like some I don't know I could get it I get it and Steve Carell he sneaks up on you yes like 40 year old virgin Steve Carell never but <laughs> crazy stupid love Steve Carell and now he's getting <laughs> that salt and pepper hair and yes. salt I, and you, pepper Steve Carell to get it I liked him in 40 year old virgin I was happy that like he got a rom-com not everyone else in that like weird Judd Apatow era but mm. him yes 100% well you did well I know you were like I don't know how I'm gonna do this but you did fine no problem yeah <laughs> all right so I have a question for all of us what is your favorite romantic movie of all time it's very hard. Doesn't have to be in our time frame either. And a romantic movie, so not necessarily a rom com. It no, it could be rom com. Anything that you find to be, it's just like a romantic movie for you. I'm gonna go eat, pray, love. Really? Okay. Yeah. I just I I always go back to it. I have these like daydreams of leaving the country for a long time yeah. <laughs> and finding love you know I, in a place where I just never expected I think it I think that's actually perfect because I love nothing more than food in myself and I feel like that movie just gets me you know yes there's yeah. a man at the end and I'm like okay but she ate her way through Europe and all these other countries and she loved herself. It was wonderful. I love it. Yeah. I watch it all the time. Jackie, I'm sure you already know yours. It's weird because when you ask the question, a totally like out of left field movie was the first one that popped into my head. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say that one because I do love a lot of rom-coms, but this is like a straight it's not a comedy, which is unusual for me. Mm. And that's P.S. I Love You. Mm. Wow. Okay. So you and I have never, I guess, had this conversation. I read that book before it came out. And so when the movie came out, I was so excited because the way that book made me cry all day, every day. The way I wanted to burn the theater to the ground <laughs> after seeing the movie don't meet your heroes kids don't do it don't don't read the book and go see it it's rare it's very rare but that probably is the biggest gap between a movie and a book I've ever experienced I'm still mad to this day at it that just has I mean Gerard Butler is Jerry in it is yes top notch and then it has jeffrey dean morgan those are, like they like written in the same font that was the only redeeming part of that encapsulated like jared but gerard butler playing that role was perfect like to the yes. book and jeffrey dean morgan even more perfect now my issue is what that lady name hillary swank hillary swank baby <laughs> Maybe what that lady name <laughs> romantic movies. It's not your bag. It's not. You gotta leave it alone. I don't I'm know not a who fan told of her at all. Yeah, she. I, I don't. 
I, I don't particularly care for her, but like Jerry is such an endearing character that yes. like, I can overlook a whole I could. hell of a lot in that movie. Mm. Yeah. Because it's really about him and making sure she was taken care of after he passed away. And yeah. so like she was whatever. But I got I got Gerard Butler and I got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I would highly suggest watch the movie, then go read the book. But the book's version of that character is is just better. Like, oh god, it just do you hurts often read the book and then watch. Like, do you do both when you can or Some, most of the time? Sometimes it's not on purpose. Like a lot of the books that I've read, like they weren't like I read them before they became books or TV mm. adaption adaptations or whatever. So it just, I was like, damn, my good fucking taste. <laughs> I never do that. <laughs> I never do that. This I felt the same way about the the time traveler's wife. And I think they try so hard because they've already made it a movie and they made it a TV show and both have epically failed. But now that I like think back on it, the, the book is quite a like it's grooming essentially because he meets his future wife when she's like six it's weird but like at the time reading it was really good and you cry and you're just like devastated but it's kind of all over the place because he's time traveling but the movie did not even Rachel McAdams couldn't save that crap oh no yeah it's tragic Mm. Uh, for me my favorite romantic movie of all time all this time I thought something would have come up in my head and it hasn't I very much love the movie Amelie but like it's not just like maybe it's because deep down maybe I'm a little bit of a stalker and it's got stalker vibes are you really (laughs) I like to stalk I did not my know prey. This about you. I like to stalk my prey first and then reel them in, you know. No, it's it's a French movie and I think it was like one of the first times that I like really got into a foreign film and like it didn't even matter. It wasn't in English. It was just so good and the cinematography was beautiful. It's just a cute story. I also I'm trying to think if what would I think this is probably why I have such a hard time picking my birthday movies. Yeah, I think I think that is all I can think of right now. Maybe another episode, the right answer will come. I could tell you which ones I hate, but yeah. I I always (laughs) say it's really hard anytime anyone asks me what my favorite movie of all time is. Like it just like I cannot quantify it like that. I can. And so I have like my blanket statement answer. Yeah. I always give. And it's like, if I could watch one movie, only one movie for the rest of my life, it would be Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Like, yes, it has a little of everything. Like it's super entertaining. It's got Harrison Ford, Sean Connery. It's good. It's so much but fun. It's hard to quantify in, in categories. Like what it depends on your mood. It depends on exactly. like what genre you're feeling. Like you can't, it's like, and- What's your favorite song? I mean, it depends on the mood. It depends on what vibe you're going for. You can't answer that. And like some some movies you know are trash, but those are some (laughs) of the movies you watch most often because they're a comfort movie to you, but they're you wouldn't say like cinematically the greatest movie of all time. Yes. So it's just really hard to to Yeah. 
I do also love Splendor in the Grass. I think that was like the first movie I ever saw that didn't have a happy ending that I was like, I still really dig this movie. It's the original version is in black and white, has Warren Beatty and his whole ass days. You could tell why (laughs) the bitches were all up in his Rolodex, you know, he was fine. Like, no, I'm not lying. Warren Beatty in his heyday? Mm. Fuck civil rights. (laughs) (laughs) He could get it. But that that's him and Natalie Wood. It's so good. The only problem is that I believe the director is Elia 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 Kazan and he's like unknown sex rapist horrible human being really so i'll leave it with that oh (laughs) always on a high note okay so on our show as you know because i know you listen every episode um, we just like when we're at blockbuster we have employee picks and it's just like the movies we would recommend to like we would put be able to pick some and they would put it on the shelf it's just like our staff recommendations Okay. So we are going to give you the opportunity to pick three movies, any movie from the time period of 1995 to 2005, which is our time period for the podcast. If you're not sure what year, we will most likely know and tell you if it fits or not. Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> the movie, the first movie that popped into my head was Clueless. Classic, can't be better. Classic, can't go wrong. Girls Night In, what could be better? Another one of my favorites, which are like, you know, my go-tos tend to be like the fluffy, just like chick flicks. Oh my God. Oh wait, I'm so embarrassed to give this next pick. Okay. Holiday in the Sun, Mary Kate and Ashley. (laughs) Hey, there is no, it's not embarrassing. We love the Olsen twins on this podcast you got Megan Fox in that one you get what I I want I went to Atlantis (laughs) after watching that I like begged my mom to take us on a cruise to the Bahamas went to Atlantis did a tour (laughs) in Atlantis was in the front of the tour next to the tour guide like where did they shoot this was it was this the lobby oh my goodness was this the fish tank oh my god loved every inch of that like every minute of that movie loved it so jackie um, put christine on the list when holiday in the sun comes around we well, know who well, comes the only thing that resonated with that movie for me was it ruined weezer's holiday in the sun what i love like, that song I, because of it it seemed like they only had the budget for one song and they were gonna maximize <laughs> yes. those rights and so I like to this day it comes on and I'm like oh change the station like I don't like skip like I cannot with that oh my goodness <laughs> but it's just that beginning part of the song that I listen yeah. to the rest of it I'm like I could do without but that beginning like eh, eh, that was, that, <laughs> that's a banger right there okay I remember when it was on Fox Family ABC Family like all the on rotation and that song was all the time and also aquamarine that also had that song in there too mm. yeah and you know that what else did song. danielle your snow movie uh-huh. yeah 
Yeah. And it's Island in the Sun. I said Holiday in the Sun, but it's the name of the song is Island in the Sun. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your third um, one? Okay. My third one, again, I'm going like 90s. <laughs> okay. Good Burger. All right. Yeah. That's a solid choice. That is, uh-huh. that was like my one summer, like, summer movie of choice on repeat my brother made like the secret sauce out of all the random stuff we had in the fridge and I mean yeah you know they're making a a second one right I won't be watching it (laughs) (laughs) I number one I didn't know that and number two you can't that is like such a classic you can't touch that and are they bringing back Keenan and Kel yeah yeah why don't you tell the audience how they can find you on social sometimes sometimes when I do when I pop up my Instagram is x underscore Tina with two a's Lynn with two n's l-y-n-n and if you would love to engage with us don't forget to hit us up at no more late fees on TikTok Instagram Facebook Twitter and YouTube and As always, be kind and rewind.